Welcome to this episode of our series, Reimagining Rural Health, a podcast by Sanford Health. I'm your host, Courtney Collin with Sanford Health News. In this episode, we catch up with a member of the Sanford Health Board of Trustees. As of January 2023, Laura Smolbert and 10 other board members help oversee governance for the health system and provide oversight for the strategic direction as well as financial and operational performance. Loris, we're so happy to have you join the podcast today. Welcome. My privilege to be here. Thank you. What initially attracted you to serve in a governance role, Loris, for the Sanford Health Board of Trustees? I was on the Medicare board uh, when Medicare and Sanford merged in 2009. And I had gone on the Medicare board um, simply for the, really the reason was um, there's a number of things that are important to a community or a state or a region, and one of them is really high-quality health care. Um, mm-hmm. There's other important elements of a great community and region, but that's clearly one of them. And, and I had spent a lot of time investing and in giving back to the communities. I was you know, a full-fledged business person, but I, was, I joined the board of Medicare so that I could help participate in the governance and the participation as a board member. And then when the two organizations merged in 2009, I was the board member who was asked by the Medicare board to represent the board Mm -hmm. in the negotiations of the merger. And so I was invited to come on to the combined Sanford Medicare board, Mm -hmm. started as vice chair and then became chair two years later. My goal was really to give back um, and bring some, I guess it's non-health skills and experience, but business experience and board experience and complex organization experience to the board. Would you reflect uh, for a moment on what that's meant to you, this involvement for so long? I really am in love with Sanford and what it stands for. How can you not be? Um, An organization that builds its mission, its North Star around health, improving the human condition, just how basic is that and how much of a need that is and how that can really move your heart. So it, it, it is a really important thing to me and it is really easy to line up to and participate and help in a small way because all the good things that come out of an organization that has that sort of a mission. What do you enjoy most about serving in a governance role at Sanford Health? Well, I, I enjoy, of course, the mission and the whole reason we're sitting around the table and working on um, on strategy and and fulfilling the mission and so forth. So of course I enjoy the mission that makes it enjoyable, and I really enjoy the members of the board and the very talented management team. It's it's really fulfilling yeah. to be with smart people that are dedicated to something as important as healthcare. So I look forward to the meetings um, and being together and working on and solving problems mm-hmm. and moving forward with the mission. It is really a a wonderful, diverse, collaborative Mm -hmm. group from all over, which is a huge benefit to Sanford. It it is indeed. And that is one of the important things of a board to have a lot of different perspectives. Because mm-hmm. if, if everybody thinks the same or has the same experiences, you don't really get as full of a um, opportunity to discuss something because mm-hmm. there's lots of th- ways to look at the Rubik's Cube of yeah. things and different sides and different colors. And that diversity of, of, of so many different perspectives of skills and experience and other um, aspects of diversity brings a better solution set to the table. Yeah, great insight. Thank you. 
tell us how your background and expertise in these areas of hospitality as a licensed attorney and CPA bring value to our Sanford Health Board and what specifically you're looking to contribute uh, to move the organization forward. The most recent experience, which I retired a few years from, was CEO of a company called TMI Hospitality. Mm-hmm. It was a company uh, headquartered in Fargo, but it operated 200 hotels in 26 states. We think we had like 15,000 Marriott rooms. And we owned the hotels. We had our own teams operating, staffing the hotels. So we had, I think it was close to 5,000 employees. What I think is helpful from my perspective at the board is I'm somewhat familiar with the complexities of large organizations that are geographically spread out. Um, Geographics spread out creates additional complications because there's different cultures, there's distances, uh, and there's a real, um, there's complexities around that, which I have some experience with. And and just the size of team members, the number of team members, and how do you Mm -hmm. create a cultural um, kind of um, engaged workforce when you have so many people from so many different backgrounds Mm -hmm. with lots of Jews. So I think I can speak to some of that. And, and of course, Sanford is um, a very large and complex organization. So I think the hospitality uh, kind of experience the CEO um, does um, bring something to the table. I also had the legal background as CPA. I worked for a company called Ottertail Corporation for 10 years as chief operating officer. Mm-hmm. We did something like 50 acquisitions, so we acquired companies to build a platform uh, that I was responsible for. And in that, I learned a lot about the value of culture. Yeah. Um, when I was a young business person, I remember thinking, I want to be the best business person. I want to be the make the best company. And I thought, okay, here's what you have to do. You have to work really hard. And I realized, well, that's not it, um, because everybody really, there's lots of people that work hard. And then I thought, okay, here's what it must be. It must be strategy. It must be the one that has the best ideas. They work hard. They're the best ideas. They win the game of business. Um, and then later, and this was where I learned so much from the the otter tail experience was it the first two working hard and great ideas strategy that's just table stakes that's a given there's a lot of smart people there's a lot of great strategies it's really all about culture and so I, I think in some ways I am a big um, proponent of and understand dynamics around culture and so I think. Um, that is an attribute that I can bring to or I do bring to the board in some ways. How does this concept of experience and culture translate to Sanford Health and your hope for our patients, our residents, our employees through that patient or employee experience? It's a really good question. Um, When I started at the hospitality company, it was in, it was really struggling. It was, uh, I was recruited to turn it around, so to speak. And it was full, these 5,000 employees, there were so many, it was full of very talented people, but they were not culturally connected and engaged. And so we spent a lot of time on on that and, and building a culture and enhancing a culture. And it fundamentally what I believe it is, is one is you, um, you communicate um, why you exist. Um, what's your purpose? Um, and then you celebrate people living your purpose and your values. 
And suddenly, on, over time, people start feeling um, that, hey, this is a great place to work because, one, I, I can contribute, I can make a difference. Two, they trust me to, um, to make a difference. And three, it's the very reason I want to work here is we're focusing on our purpose. And in hospitality, the purpose is guest satisfaction, right. the guest experience. And people that work in hospitality love what they do because they love general manager or a desk person loves to turn around at somebody's bad day. They come in from a long day of travel. They had a bad meeting. Whatever reason, they they love turning that person's day around. And mm-hmm. and and in healthcare, the people that are attracted to healthcare are attracted to healing or helping. Um, and so culturally. Um, I think what I've learned from hospitality that I think applies to healthcare is, and Bill Marriott, they call him Mr. Marriott, who was kind of the last um, leader of Marriott that was a Marriott, his famous saying was, take care of your employees, and they will take care of your customers, and your customers will come back. Mm -hmm. So I think the cultural thing for the health system and for the hospitality is, if you really focus on your employees, help them, um, engage them, celebrate them, um, communicate with them, um, um, you can create a company that's focused um, on ultimately your customers, in this case, patients. As a board member, what is your philosophy or approach? It is sometimes difficult um, because board members are not management, and management is not a board um, role. There's a line between the two, um, in in and it's it's sometimes very hard to draw the line. And a lot of companies, unfortunately, don't really think about it um, as well as they should, and they don't really honor it. So, board members' role. I've always said a board's role is really two things. It's all. One is to pick the right CEO, and the second is to ensure the stability and sustainability of the organization, which means thoughtful strategies, understanding of risks, and and so the the business and here the healthcare industry healthcare actions and their insurance and all the different things have the right strategies and they're being executed on and they have the understanding of the risks. The reason um, board members should kind of draw that line is they really can't run the company. Um, they're not supposed to. They, they, sh- they. We have meetings, you know, like four or five or six, seven meetings a year. Mm-hmm. We really can't run the company, and we shouldn't. But we can, we can, and we do represent the community and the stakeholders by ensuring that we have the right leadership and the right strategies. Um, that is the kind of ingredients of a very functional board management relationship. How has your experience as executive vice president and chief operating officer helped you guide Sanford Health as a member of the board. We talked about hospitality, of course, but talk for a moment about Ottertail. Well, the thing that I, or that Ottertail was, um, we acquired companies um, and then we um, integrated into as we were trying to grow. And um, what I, what I personally learned was that there are lots of, in addition to the importance of culture, there's a lot of different um, types of cultures. Um, 
and they sometimes fit certain types of industry. But what I essentially learned is the value of um, essentially making sure that a company has great leadership, that they are focused on what's best for the company, not what's best for themselves. Um, and so great leadership, a great strategy, and um, a focus on a healthy culture. And, and when, I, when we saw these different companies that we um, considered to acquire and to pull together to make a large platform, it was almost like a laboratory, an experiment of what really worked and what didn't. And most often when we made mistakes with acquisitions, which we did in some cases, it was we just didn't really understand the individual leadership mm -hmm. team and they were not the quality that we really should have relied on, and we didn't really understand the quality of the culture. And without those two, you really can't be successful. You have some involvement in committees within the board. Um, we talked extensively about your business experience so far. Talk about how that adds value to your involvement in those board committees specifically. So right now I'm chair of the um, nominating and governance committee. And I'm also chair of the Special Transaction Committee. Governance Committee is this group on behalf of the board that considers these issues of where's management's role, where's the board's role, and do we have the right board members, do we have the right skills and experience in other uh, aspects. Um, and so that kind of is something that I really enjoy and have had a lot of experience. In the Special Transactions Committee, that's a committee that considers um, um, essentially growing the company through mergers and so forth. Well, that was my, um, I did a lot of that. Every discussion, every um, opportunity, they're all different, but they have some basic kind of elements to them. And um, so from a governance standpoint, it, um, it is something that I have a lot of experience in, in the, um, the transactions and growing through um, mergers and other yeah, I can imagine that experience brings a wealth of information and insight to those mm -hmm. committees. Mm -hmm. um, Loris, what do you look for in terms of measuring success of the company mission? In so many ways, um, people think about, well, did you, uh, did you make money um, as a sign of success? And that's more of an output or an outcome. It's The real focus should be is your mission is to promote healing or health or um, your mission is to have guests that are satisfied or whatever it is. You should measure those things because that's really why you're in business is to um, to create a great guest experience or to um, have a great insurance product for if, if you're part of Sanford or have a, uh, a great quality outcome in curing and diseases and so forth and success in research. So the things that you really are in the purpose of, you should come up with some measurements. So I, I think way too many companies, and not to suggest that financial outcomes aren't important, they are, but they're more the output. The focus should really be, and you should measure, and there's all kinds of measures. There's quantitative and qualitative, and there's all kinds of, of key performance indicators that you can um, develop that are a dashboard of, are, are we moving in the right direction? And one really important one is, how does your employees feel about where they work? Or do they, are they engaged? Or do they, um, 
Do they feel they're supported? You know, there's lots of ways because culture is a really has a big correlation to success, um, and mm-hmm. you can measure culture. What do you see as the disruptive forces impacting this organization, in particular, healthcare in general? Uh, it's a really good question. There's um, there is um, there's one one of and it's the classic macro disruptor is technology. Um, it is it is being digitized using technology isn't just um, now just like a tool. It's like fundamentally the kind of um, it's kind of the DNA of a company and the ability to be productive and and um, and more effective and and what um, whether whatever you want to call it. There's I'm chair of a bank board. Um, that area has a lots of innovation going on in in fintech financial technology. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospitality business that has a similar kind of counterpart that's really robust called prop tech or property tech um, and then there's med tech of course so there's a bunch of innovation that is uh, going on that will disrupt the rules of what has always worked and unfortunately uh, um, unfortunately for many companies innovation rarely comes from incumbents people that are in the business have a very difficult time innovating and changing Mm-hmm. And it typically comes from outside of the traditional businesses. So that's a big disruptor, and it's a, it's a concern because for the health of this organization, we need to be innovative. We need to take uh, steps to be that disruptor mm-hmm. and challenge our own model and how it's impact. And so that's why I'm really excited about the efforts around virtual technology because that's the kind of thing that's needed. I was going to ask you your thoughts on Sanford's commitment to really advance rural care to make sure that everybody has access regardless of where they live. Well, I grew up in a small community of uh, Steel, North Dakota, which had no stoplights, uh, but did have a stop sign or two. Yeah, but, you really uh, understand rural. <laughs> I do. Um, and my grandparents... Um, uh, homesteaded in North Dakota, my Swedish, uh, my dad's Swedish parents, immigrants. My grandfather, when he landed in North Dakota, it was still called Dakota Territory. So my roots go very deep, and I, I very much care mm-hmm. about rural North Dakota and North Dakota in general, and um, in our in our whole footprint. It's super challenging because um, many of these communities are getting smaller. They maybe don't offer the great jobs that they, and opportunities. Um, it's there our clinics are in, and so forth aren't close by, so access is difficult. But one of the things that will be necessary if rural America is going to ma- be maintained or grow or become more vibrant is is a really solid healthcare system where they can they can no matter where they live, they can access good health care. So in considering if you're gonna if you're gonna build a business in steel, for example, um, there's a lot of very hardworking and, and smart people there. And maybe somebody would invest in a business, but will they invest in a business if there's no health care, um, access to health care? How are they going to recruit employees to that community and so forth? So it's it's not only um, important for our existing rural um, uh, um, patients and um, individuals that would access Sanford. 
It's also, I think, super important because it could be a growth opportunity for the regional or rural areas to um, come back to um, kind of more vibrancy. Mm -hmm. And they were very vibrant in the farm uh, times, but farms have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just part of scale. And so there needs to be some diversification in economy, and this could be one way that that could happen. If there's just access to better health care, you can mm -hmm. recruit people and so forth. Yeah, really interesting rural perspective from mm -hmm. a personal lens. So thank you for mm -hmm. your insight there. Um, what is your existing vision or any goals that you have for your time as member of our Sanford Health Board of Trustees? Well, it, I'm, I feel very lucky and privileged to be back on the board. I was on the board um, when the Medicare Sanford merger occurred and then I you know I think I served nine years or something I was chair for part of that and and I was also there when you know the Bismarck uh, merger happened the Bemidji happened and mm -hmm. so I was I saw a lot of the good that came from the expansions through mergers because in healthcare because of the sense of scale one plus one can equal three um, just allows for much more technical um, expertise and investment and innovation and tertiary care and all the things that are needed in today's medicine and health systems. Scale is important. Um, so I'm really excited about this next kind of um, what's ahead. What motivates you? Oh, you know, right now I'm in a state, I'm in a season of my life that, um, you know, I've retired from being a CEO. Um, my motivation is so many people helped me in my career that I'd love to give back just something yeah. like, you know, like some experience that I had. If I have any wisdom, whatever that wisdom is, I don't know. But just some sense because a lot of the things that are being faced by um, young management teams or management teams is some things have been um, have been you know kind of there's been examples of things that worked and didn't work or what about this I, so um and then just that support mm -hmm. to keep going you, um that you're going to have you're going to have difficulties and troubles but keep keep going kind of thing so even but just give back in whatever experiences that i have that would be mm -hmm. helpful or related wonderful what are you most proud of uh i th think uh there i'd say there's two things um on a personal note, I'm really proud of my family. Mm. My, I've got three children and four grandchildren, and then um, my children are married. And um, I'm I'm just so proud of who they are, as a as a person. They're all living really productive lives. They're great parents. It's just that's a really a really cool thing for me, and that makes me. And I was just spending time yesterday with my two granddaughters in Fargo, and it's just wonderful to see what a great mother mm -hmm. uh, my two daughters are. That kind of thing. Really special. Um, yeah. From a from a business standpoint, the the thing that made me so proud is watching people grow. And I've watched so many of teams around me that have achieve more than they ever thought possible individually and as a team and that really makes my heart beat that's what i love to see that i'm really excited about the future um, mm -hmm. of sanford and you've got a great leadership team you've got a great culture you've got a board that really is leaning in and and doing the right thing around governance mm -hmm. so i think the future is really bright Loris Mulbert, thank you so much for your time. It was an honor and a privilege to spend this time with you. Uh, 
getting to know more about our Board of Trustees. Thanks for all you do for Sanford Health. It's my privilege. Thank you. Thank you.